Kelly Clarkson's prenup has been upheld in her divorce, and she was celebrating this on the set of The Voice. But what's amazing about this is that her prenup is literally going to save her potentially millions of dollars and hundreds of thousands of dollars per month. So let's break this into like let's break down this story, right? By the way, this is 40inbox.com where we help you master your money. So Kelly Clarkson can break away from Brandon Blackstock with more money in her pocket. A judge has fully upheld the stronger singer's prenuptial agreement with Blackstock in their highly contentious divorce. TMZ reported Thursday. The agreement reportedly segregated all assets and income derived during her marriage to the former entertainment manager. And Blackstock has been fighting the prenup in order to split their accumulated properties, including the Montana ranch where he now resides, along with the income she earned during their marriage. And upon receiving an email confirming her victory, Clarkson allegedly let out a scream on the set of The Voice and celebrated. So a rep for Clarkson didn't immediately return Page Six's request for the comment, but when reached for comment, reps for The Voice referred us back to Clarkson's personal rep. So the outlet reported that the former couple's official dissolution of marriage should be finalized in the coming days, and Clarkson, who is 39, has been awarded primary custody of their children, Remington and River Rose, because Blackstock lives in Montana. The Since You've Been Gone songstress appears desperate to sever all ties with her estranged husband, as she also filed to restore her last name. Now, that's pretty interesting. Like That means like this divorce must have been so crazy for her to actually get her last name, to try to go and get her last name, because that's a lot of effort. Dun, dun, dun. So page six reported last month that Clarkson was temporarily ordered to pay Blackstock nearly $200,000 in monthly spousal and child support. She was also ordered to pay all of his legal fees, which had amounted to $1.25 million as of that time. And the amount that Clarkson will ultimately pay Blackstock, a number that will likely be far less than the original order, will change once the judge sorts out their property agreement, but she'll still likely have to pay child support, which will cost her about $50,000 per month, which is still pretty insane when you really think about it, right? That's more like, I think, nearly $600,000 pretty much per year on child support. But again, that's chump change for Clarkson, who earns $1.5 million per month, court documents revealed. So imagine that, right? So let's just like round this up to $2 million per month. So that's like $24 million, yeah, $24 million a year, right? Again, we're just rounding it up. That's a crazy amount of money. Now, I think it's interesting that, like, again... We don't know like their like exact situation in this, right? Because you know, divorces can be get divorces can get really weird and very sticky and icky. But I still find it interesting that like like this is something that I've never really understood, right? 
is that why is there so much money going to child support? But also, this goes to show you the importance of creating a prenup, right? Because if you create a prenup, right, it makes things much cleaner because you just follow what that prenup says, right? And so if you agree to the prenup and you just follow what it says, if you were to get a divorce, it makes things a lot cleaner. And in this case, it actually saved her a lot of money, right? We're talking millions of dollars this saved her, right? By simply having a prenup. Now, of course, when you go and get married, you want to believe that it's going to be forever, right? And there's nothing wrong with believing that your marriage is going to last forever. But if you truly loved one another, if you're going to get married and all that kind of stuff, right? If you truly love one another, then you would have enough love for each other to set up a prenup in case something happens, right? Because anything can happen. But not only that, you could probably also set up a prenup that's almost kind of like a will as well to where, okay, in case we got divorced or in case one of us passes away during this time frame, maybe we could set something up, right? So you could potentially try to set it up like a will as well just to keep things simple. But for the most part, a prenup should really only like mainly be used when there's a massive discrepancy in income or assets between the two parties, right? So what this means, right, is that like, let's say that, you know, she was making like $100,000 per month back then, and he was only making like $5,000 per month back then. During that time, you would definitely want to have a prenup set in place, right? Because the income discrepancy is just too massive, right? It's just like it gets into like a really weird situation. It's kind of like the same situations where you end up having like, you know, a guy who's like a doctor makes like 400 grand a year. The wife never worked a day in her life, right? Basically, because they like got married when they were like high school sweethearts or all that kind of stuff, right? So basically, she was with him from the very beginning throughout all that kind of stuff, right? And there's a massive income discrepancy. And let's say that the doctor husband ends up cheating on the wife, ends up getting a divorce, and they don't end up having a prenup, right? Well, that's a pretty crazy thing because then in that situation, it's so skewed towards his direction in terms of how much financial power he has and financial availability to him that in that situation, she is going to get practically everything, right? She's going to get all the child support. She's going to get, you know, basically the house. She's going to get all the cars, basically. She's going to basically get everything in that situation because she it's going to be very hard for her to make any sort of money comparable to what he is making, right? Before, you know, Kelly Clarkson, she was probably making a crazy amount of money before they got married, during their marriage and so on and so on, right? So I think it was very smart for her to set up a prenup because there was probably such a massive discrepancy. Because here's the thing, right? Like a prenup isn't just to protect the person who has a lot of wealth, but 
it also can be used to protect the other individual who doesn't have a lot of wealth coming into the marriage, right? Meaning, like, if you were to set up a prenup, right, and you have, like, a, if, it's basically like a situation, like, you have a husband and wife, right? Let's say that, you know, the husband truly does care about the wife, right? Or, like, the future wife, right? And the fiancé, fiancé kind of situation, right? Let's say he's making, like, $500,000 a year after taxes, right? And she's making, like, twenty grand a year after taxes, right? Well, say that, you know, he really does care about her, right? And obviously she cares about him, all that kind of stuff. Otherwise, they wouldn't be getting married. But by having a prenup, it would prevent her from basically completely screwing him and his future abilities to, like, really have freedom if they were to get married or get divorced, right? But it could also be set up in a way to where if she were to be married to him over a long period of time, then she would be basically potentially getting like a lump sum payout, basically, that is reasonable for the amount of time that she has lived with him, spent time with him, supported him, all that kind of stuff, right? Because there's multiple parts when it comes to a marriage, right? It's not just the financial responsibilities, there's other responsibilities as well, and say that they have kids and all that kind of stuff, right? So basically, it could be like a situation like, say like, hey, we're going to have this prenup. This is like, if we were to, you know, get divorced, this is how the, like, percentages will be split up of our assets, right? But then, also... We could set up like a lump sum of like, let's say that, you know, the husband would end up giving the future wife kind of thing, like a lump sum of like $200,000 or $250,000, right? Basically saying like, hey, like this is a lump sum of cash that you could basically use to help rebuild your life into something that is, you know, would allow you to potentially get a new job, develop new skills so that you could you know, actually end up surviving, right? Because if she ends up basically spending all of her life and like basically, you know, supporting her husband, who's a doctor making the majority of the income, and maybe if she ends up like quitting her job to, you know, raise kids, live at home, raising kids, and they get divorced, she's going to be out of the workforce for such a long time. She's going to have to develop some sort of skills to end up providing for her kids and then also for herself. So you could set up like a lump sum thing so that she could actually have this buffer cushion so that she could actually go and do that so that she's not she's not completely destroyed by the divorce, but also the husband is not completely destroyed by the divorce, right? Is it something that you could use to protect both parties if it's set up in a very reasonable way? Like basically, if you set up set it up in a way in the point of view that you both love each other but you want it to be like a fair potential split if it were to happen on like realistic standards then you could go and do that right because if you create this type of agreement when you guys are actually in love if something were to ever happen you guys aren't going to be going after each other by like slicing each other's throats or anything like that, right? Like it's going to be a lot more safe, a lot more responsible and a lot less crazy 
and less expensive because you're going to be spending a lot less money on lawyers to deal with all this nonsense. So just think about that, right? Like whenever you end up getting married, think about your different financial situations of both parties and really consider whether or not a prenup is actually right for you. By the way, if you need help with uh, mastering your money, which means getting out of debt, creating an emergency fund, and investing for your future, go check out 40inbox.com to learn the secret to mastering your money. And we'll see you in future episodes. By the way, if you like that she was able to basically save her nearly $150,000 per month from paying child support, hit the like button. And if not, still hit the like button. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.